Oh, ha ha. <laughs> Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us the love doctors. No, I'm joking. Call imagine? us delivery. <laughs> no, but honestly, that is actually what we're doing. We're reconnecting um, everyone's hearts back to God and, you know, making them love him more. And anyway, besides the point. Well, call us delivery because we are serving you the word, delivering you the word, the word of God, an extra, extra lovely source. On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before we start the podcast, we have to remind you that this is, it's a podcast in which you may want to make sure you're in the right place when you're listening to it. So if you're driving, you don't want to just be driving on the motorway listening to this podcast because you might crash. I'm not going to drink anybody's life we protect you and cover you in the blood of jesus but it is possible you know what i mean so just make sure you're in the right place and that you can manage what you're doing don't operate heavy machinery good day good day sir good day (laughs) good day mom i said all that to say (laughs) don't die while you listen to the podcast um okay before we go any further i'm absolutely going to have to request that you share this podcast with everybody you have told you love them in the last two weeks and everybody you haven't told you love them in the last month okay um so share it with people that you you know you love but you haven't communicated it with and people you have communicated with it um we just want you to just love on everybody this week so it's the love week love 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 so let's get into it um the word on the street is we're all looking can for where they can find us huh? where they can find us oh yeah i know i've forgotten why i forgot that so yes um that being said you can find us on soundcloud hashtag scripture itunes hashtag scripture instagram hashtag scripture facebook hashtag scripture twitter ht scripture patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture hashtag scripture our website hashtag scripture google podcast hashtag scripture if you just google hashtag scripture you'll find us everywhere um like follow subscribe share comment slide in the dms do all of the above so let's get into it the word on the street is we are all looking for love but are we looking for love in the wrong place do we know what love looks like love is everywhere black love young love instagram love couple goals hashtag goals social media love valentine's is coming where's your boyfriend where will you get married you know we're seeing love everywhere love is in the air (laughs) everywhere i look around you know like love is everywhere um but are you looking for love in the wrong place? So, yes. Today we'll be discussing 14 signs of God's love for you. Um, so we want to dedicate this episode to everyone who feels unloved, everyone who's going through a time where they don't feel like anybody loves them. Child, we love you. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that is enough. It really is. It really is. It really is. Okay, so um, I'm going to go first. We've got 40, as we said, 14 signs of God's love. So I'll go first. Uh, The first place we see God's love is the law. And that may seem like a strange one, but no, the first place we see God's love is the law. So whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. In the same way, we set boundaries for our children so they don't hurt themselves or get into trouble. It's the exact same way that God has sent his law so that we can be safe and 
in the center of his will and not get hurt. The law was an exact was the law was an act of love and not condemnation. The law was an act of him, God showing us how much I love you. I'm gonna create this beautiful place for you. I'm gonna create all these lovely rules and regulations for you so that you could be okay, so that you can be safe, so that we're not distanced from each other. There's no separation from each other. You know, it wasn't something to keep us away from God. It was supposed to push us to God, right? The law was supposed to bring us together with with God. Um, love is the essence of the spirit of God's law. Um, the law the law commandments rule the commandments are prescribed as rules for life and that's taken from first john 2 5 so the law is where we see god's love he loves us so much because to be honest when you see parents who don't talk to their children in a certain way don't pattern their children mm. don't um, set regulation don't reprimand don't set boundaries if your child if you let your child just like put their whole head in the oven and switch it on you don't love that child you know mm-hmm. if you let if you let your child just wander into the road or you know not talk to talk to strangers or Eat, eat unhealthily or watch everything that is online to watch or be exposed to certain different things that you know is not good for them to be exposed to you actually don't love that child when you when you set helpful healthy constructive loving boundaries for that child and you regulate them in a certain way it's a demonstration of your love absolutely for me it's the champion of saying if you let your child eat unhealthily that's actually abuse you know what i mean like if you eat your child if you let your child drink every fizzy drink eat every sweet and every mcdonald every day of their life it's not you loving them it's you abusing them and that's not love and so god loves us by giving us the law so that we can be okay the law is actually because he's fine right mm-hmm. the law is not for god it's for us and it's a demonstration of his love yeah um so the second point is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, Jesus came to fulfill the law um, and fulfill the righteous requirement of the law so that we wouldn't be bound to the law, but we could, by believing in him, um, have eternal life with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit in heaven, in new earth, wherever, wherever it is that you think that we go. Um, Don 3.16, which is obviously like the most famous scripture in the Bible, says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves us so much that telling us wasn't enough. Like he wasn't like, oh, do you know what, Adam and Eve, I love you. Do you know what, Tina and Femi, I love you. He was like, nope, that's not enough. I've got to show them. A whole God as in God who created the universe felt like he had to show us as minuscule specks who are like dust and the grass to him he wanted to show us how much he loved us so rather than just saying it and expecting us to take him at his word he now comes down from heaven himself bodily to show the way from the earth to the cross my debt to pay from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky lord i lift your name on high don't say that line again because i'm gonna start worshiping <clears throat> don't say he came down so just say he traveled he arrived thank you <laughs> on earth um from heaven which is <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to look at her just to make sure she was going to start you know obviously, and you have to listen you have to imagine how glorious heaven is at this point when you're saying okay I was created to make your name 
Because I actually have a point to make and I want to make it. I feel like anything I say, she's going to start saying. I don't know what to do. The spirit is moving. Don't inhibit it. I don't know what to do. Because I I want to make this point coherently. Sorry, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. (laughs) She's holding her lips now, so we'll see how far that gets us in. So... God comes from the glory of heaven, which is sweets paved with gold, sapphires and diamonds just everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. Down to earth, which is, I mean, reasonably, unobservably less luxurious than heaven. (laughs) We can all agree that. To a human physical body where now the whole God of the, the God of creation now has to be doing, oh, I skinned my knee. Oh, I had a cold. Oh, I need to go to do poo. Like into a flesh body to come and dwell with us so that we could understand how much he loves us so that we couldn't say oh god but you don't know what it's like to be on earth because you've never been here because you don't know because you're you know you're all seeing all knowing and all powerful so you obviously you don't have limitations you've never been tempted he was like nope hold my beer come down and it's like, okay, I'm going to dwell amongst you. I'm going to be in the thick of it with you. I'm going to be shooting in the gym with you so that you can't say, he wasn't with me without shooting in the gym because he was here. Then not only that, he lived his life for us. So that means that he served us whilst he was here instead of him to be doing, oh, I'm the conqueror. So I'm going to be now, I'm the king. I'm commanding all the armies. Instead of doing that, he took um, on a meek and humble um, facade almost and came to come and serve people, heal people, counsel people, um, and guide people into the right direction. And then on top of it all, allowed us cockroaches <laughs> to come and now murder him brutally and didn't even say, Bim, didn't even do anything. Didn't strike everybody with lightning. Wasn't like, nope, allow it. I'm, I'm just, let me get all the angels to come and back it. No, instead he just went quietly. What kind of God is this? No, just so, just to prove a point, you know. What ah, manner to of man yourself. is Jesus? What manner of man hey, is this? Man. What manner of man is Jesus? Hallelujah. We're singing two different songs. Yeah, I started faster. What manner of man who orders the storm to be still? And they are still. Anyway. Lion of Judah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> Um, John 10, 17 to 18 reads, the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay, da- lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up. This command I have received from my father. So we know that Jesus hasn't come here and it's by force that he gives his life. It's not that God said, okay, you have to do it. And that's the end of the story and you're going to do it. And no questions, no ifs, ands or buts. Like, if he wanted to, he could have been like, do you know what, actually, I'm not actually feeling this. I'm going to, I'm going to not, I'm going to just give it a miss. You know what I mean? They don't need to know how much I love them that badly. But he was like, no, actually, they really do. And I really do love them that much. So I, I give my life freely, even though he knew from the start what was going to happen. He knew how much it was going to hurt. He knew how much it was going to be tiresome and grueling and that he was going to be betrayed by his own friends. He knew all of this and was like, nope, I'm still giving it to you freely. First John 3.16 then says, um, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us and he we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So yeah, it's just a lovely story. It's a love story, isn't it? The Bible Jesus is about the how love story, yeah. 
Jesus loves us so much that he was like, nope, I'm not going to let this happen. Yeah. It's like, he's like, everything else is, it's, it's like, I was talking to my kids about it this week and I was like, this is the next kind of love. It's not a love where it's like, okay, yeah, I love you, but there's no buts in, in God's yeah. love, you know? It's very all-encompassing. He's like, I love you so I am going to do this. Not I love you, but, and um, that's amazing. Okay, so the third one is peace. Uh, another sign of, of God's love for you or God's peace love for us. Peace like a river, joy like a fountain. The wind, okay, go on. Of his is <laughs> moving everywhere. Come on. Um, yeah, it's peace. There is nothing better than a peaceful heart. Um, even in the midst of trial and tribulation, God promises his peace. And um, I need, I was having a conversation. I'd be having lots of conversations. I'm having a conversation with somebody. And um, I was saying to them, when the Bible says stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, um, it's not a physical standing still mm -hmm. often. It's a state of the heart. It's a mm -hmm. state of the mind. It's your spirit is still. Your mind is, is still because you are sure your faith is is, is apt because you are sure that God is going to deliver you. It's that kind of peace that in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the trial, in the middle of the test, even though the world is completely scattering around you, you could be going through the fire, you could be going through the sea, you could be going through mad, mad shipwreck or whatever, everything that Paul went through, you could be going through, but you are still at peace because you know God right and God still gives you this peace he still gives you this clarity this soundness of heart and the soundness of mind and the soundness of judgment that is just predicated and founded upon his peace and that is the ultimate sign of love because if he was to take you through a storm and not give you his peace then he knows you're not going to get through <laughs> he's like he knows us it's, he knows us well enough that listen I'm going to give them something because they have the, in this world the Bible says in this world you're going to go through madness right you're going to go through it all there's not going to be, be a peak. season <laughs> that you're not going to go through something but what am I giving them the peace that comes with the Holy Spirit the peace that comes with God and the peace that comes with Jesus um first no John 16 33 says I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart I have overcome the world second Thessalonians 3 16 says now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way the lord be with you all isaiah 26 3 says you keep him in perfect peace whose mind his mind is stayed on you because stayed on you i got my mind stayed on you we're gonna see him this year as well oh my gosh for me i don't know how that break it down now okay it's gonna be a bit much i got my mind stayed on you. And <laughs> uh, so Isaiah 26, 3 says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts you. You know, Jesus says, uh, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, but my peace, take this so that, you know, you can overcome the world. And this is what God is saying. And this is what, in essence, what Jesus is saying. I love you so much that I'm going to give you peace in and amongst every trial or tribulation, in amongst every situation and test and trial have my peace and the peace it's not like a, a peace the, this is the thing this, this way that i look at it peace isn't just like something that god picks up and gives to you it's from him he says i have given you my peace i this is the peace that i give you it's coming from him it's an extension of himself he's giving you an extension of himself for you to take and to hold on to in um in the bible it says also um 
that we should be firmly rooted and grounded in the love of Christ. Do you know what I mean? And that kind of love is immovable. It's unshakable. So when he gives you his peace, it's supposed to go on. (laughs) (laughs) And he gives you his peace. It's supposed to not be, you're not, you're not moved by it. You're not phased by it. You're just looking around like, okay, that's cool, but I got God. You know, I got the peace of God. I got the love of Jesus, love of Jesus. I got the peace of Jesus, peace of Jesus down in my heart. Down in my heart. You know, that's what we're supposed to have. It's peace. And I love that because me, I need that. That's one of my favorite things in the world is peace. I'm always, for me, it's always like, Tina, I'm like, no, I just want to have peace. I don't, I, I purposely do things that are wrong so that I can have peace in my life. But I just want to point out that that's not the peace that God is talking about. <laughs> God is not saying like, okay, well, why don't you just go and rob a bank because then you will have peace or because you have the money. That's not, not the peace that, that God kind is of, talking I about. I don't do those kind of wrong things. I mean, she would if she could. Yeah, I really would. You know, but, <laughs> but I purposely do things just so that I can ascertain some level or some degree of peace. You know what I mean? Peace. <laughs> and actually, we were talking about important. that um, in the live on Wednesday, weren't we? We were saying, someone asked the question, um, basically we were talking about activism and Christians being woke and Christians being involved in social justice issues. And somebody asked the question, um, how do you kind of like measure that or balance that with Christians supposed to be, supposing to be peaceful, if that's the right way to phrase it. Mm. Like Christians are supposed to be peaceful. So how do you be an activist and be peaceful at the same time? Like, don't they contradict each other? I mean, we're just saying that, the peace of the world and the peace of God, they're two different types of peace. The peace of the world is kind of like defined as the opposite of war. Mm. Whereas the peace of God is defined as being peaceful even when you're in the war. Mm. Um, so there's just making that distinction of like, you have that peace despite what is going on, regardless yeah. of all the other circumstances, you have that peace in yeah. the midst of the storm. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And this is it. Isaiah 26 verse, verse 3, now read it again. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you um because he trusts in you and that's in essence what it is is that god will keep us in peace and imperfect peace because our mind is focused on him it's not focused on anything else you know we're not looking at the situations we're not looking at the circumstances we're just looking to god and to god only when you start to look left and right that's when you start to be shook and scattered and that's when you start to be afflicted and anxious but if you look to god mm. um he, he he will radiate his peace on you and um and that's why it's an ultimate sign of god's love because he knows we need it man he knows we need it he he loves us he gives us his peace amen um my next one number four is a bit of an airy fairy one but i wanted to add it in anyway um so that's the rainbow so genesis 9 12 to 13 says and god said this is the sign of the covenant which i make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations i set my rainbow in the clouds and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth it shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature on all the earth. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. So the rainbow, or indeed any covenant of God, um, which he makes with man, shows that God loves us because mm-hmm. our whole God, and I keep saying that, but it's really true, our whole God decided, you know what? When I say something to you i'm going to keep my word Mm. and i'm not going to um as as the as it says in isaiah let that return to me void so whatever you do to mess up you can do whatever you like but i'm going to keep my side of the bargain 
at all times because I am God. Um, Psalms 89:34 says, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. So God is very serious about keeping his promises to us. And so that lets us know that we can trust him. And obviously trust is one of the bedrocks of love. So I just think it's really important to understand that God is not a man that he can lie. He said that he won't ever go back on his word and he means it. So, and that in itself is, is a sign of love. And it, and it, it, sometimes it may not, it may not even be, it may not even seem like it because if he says, I'm going to kick you in your face, if you don't do this, he's not going to go back on that. He's going to kick you in your face if you don't Child, do it. don't I know it. So, <laughs> but it's always for our good. And um, I like, I, I coming back to Tina's first point, which was the law. I just love that point because a lot of us don't realize how much that is um, a sign of God's love, but it really is. Because for example, if your child murders someone and you cover it up and they just go on and continue murdering people and you keep covering up their murders, you don't love them. You're enabling them to have this horrible character and not value, um, you know, not place value on life and blah, blah, blah. Whereas if you turn them in, even though it's hard for you and it's hard for um, the child and the child might hate you and never speak to you again. But really that's that gives the chance, the child a chance to rehabilitate themselves. Yeah, so I really love, them. yeah, exactly. Like sometimes you have to be um, the tough guy and it has to be tough love, but it's still love. And I was trying to explain that to Tina yesterday because I was saying something to her, I can't remember what it was. And I was saying, it's not that. Just because for it me, sounds, just because it we'll sounds come tough. come on the phone just and intentionally tough, batter me, Just right? because it sounds tough oh doesn't mean that it's gosh. not love. Sometimes love is tough and sometimes love hurts but and there's nothing wrong with that. But not tough love. Well, only when you need it, hun. And if you need it every day, then so be it. That's Mad. not my problem. That's not my fault. That sounds like a you problem. That, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> every day, spirit of tough love. No, I can't. Yeah. So anyway, in conclusion, <clears throat> when you look up to the star, um, to this, to the sky, when it's when been raining and there's been a little bit of sun, and you see a rainbow, it gives you, it gives you that kind of glimmer of hope. And I think we can all agree. If you've seen that video on YouTube of that guy reacting to the double rainbow, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful!" It's really old. It's like ten years old. It's probably like older, but I'll show it to you now. Um, like you, you can see that like just even just looking at a rainbow gives you kind of this like hope and awe and wonder like oh this is such a fascinating thing in the sky and da, 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 da. so every time you look at it you can just remember like oh my gosh god does love us and da, 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 da. i'm not saying that you should need to wait for a rainbow just to prove that god loves you but it's just another sign mm, i love it i love it um and keeping that same vim and that same energy um another sign that god of god's love is a god who promises to fight for you now this is the real fight for you i'll ride for you this is that um, Mali music. Yeah. Um, this is the real ride or die kind of love. This is, and the thing is, God can't die, neither can he lose. So it's a win-win. I thought you were going to say, neither can he ride. I was like, <laughs> so then what is your point here? Exactly. me. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we should really not be singing that song right now. <laughs> I, I was about to sing, if you want to go and take a ride with me, with three women and four women that go to the city. West Deerfield, Hey, must be the Literally. Okay, so yeah. Um, None of that. None of that kind of <laughs> ride with me, ride or die. Yeah, I'm a ride for my man. Yeah, I'm a ride for my girl. None of that. I'm ride or die, honey. Whatever you go through, I'm going to be there. Mm -mm -mm -mm. This supersedes that. It supersedes any other kind of earthly ride or die 
love this is a god who fights for you this is a god who says hold on one second i've got this you know you stand back you sit down i've got this um isaiah 49 25 says but thus says the lord even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible be delivered for i will contend with him who contends with you i will save your children he says i will contend with them who contend with you basically anyone who comes against you in battle i will fight them that's what he's saying i will contend i will war anybody who wars you when the Bible says, when God says, touch not my mind to do my prophets no harm, he means it. You know, he actually means it. One of my favorite stories is when the children of Israel under David were going out to fight. And um, before they even got there, God had finished them in the night. Like he had scattered them. He's just like, do you know what? I have it. I can't even wait till morning. This is easy for that long. He sent the angels um, and they had just scattered the people. They were killing themselves left and right. God fought for them. Did, and did, God, did he do that for Gideon as well? Yes, when he, when it was only him, and God said, it got, "This is God." Yeah, he's funny because if it was me, I'd have been like, mm, "I don't know." The other the other army, I don't know who what army it was. I feel like they had like a times. they had like a a million man. They were like a million man deep, and God said to Gideon, "It just take five hundred, and it's 300. like <laughs> it three hundred. God said, "Just take three hundred. Every time he was like, he'll present them to God, and God was like, "Okay, whittle down, whittle down, whittle down, whittle down." So it's like there's three of them, and there's <laughs> <laughs> literally three of them, and he's like, "Okay, now you can go." And then it was it's mad. And this is what I'm saying is that, and this is the Bible's got so many of those examples, so many of those awesome examples of God just fighting for his people, like really going to war for you, going to back for you, having your back to the fullest degree. Um, Jeremiah 1.19 says, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. And this is his promise. His promise is to fight for us. His promise is to rescue us. His promise is to, to defend us. He's the God of defense. What is that? The Lord, our banner. You know what I mean? Like he is our knight in shining armor. He says, you should rest in me, abide in me. You know, I am your refuge. I am your fortress, you know, um, Psalms 91. Amen. And so because he's our refuge, because he's our fortress because he's he our strong tower he's our strong tower my fortress in god in him shall i trust exactly you know so this is this is the point he's saying i will i promise to fight for you this is a sign of my love i've got you forever and never and never you know it's amazing um my next point is god literally is love God is love. That's literally his job. That's what he is. That's what he's made of. First John 4, 7 to 8 says, Beloved, let us love one another for God is, for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm. He literally cannot not love. Like he's, he, it's not possible. It's not within the remit of things that he's able to do. Mm. Just like he's not, he's not able to lie. Cause even if God says something that isn't true, it becomes true. Cause he said it like, he's not able to not love because he is literally love. So yeah, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. But, you know, like oxygen, oxygen can't not oxygen. It just can't do that. Like mm. it is what it is. Do you mm. know what I mean? It is what it is. 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 My plate too full to handle that dish. It is what it is. Okay, so the um the next point, the seventh point is the word. What is the one of God's ultimate signs of his love for us is his the word of God, his word that he has given to us. And there are so many benefits and I've got a list of a real long list of benefits, but I'm gonna reel them off real quick and then say not that much later on. 
Okay, so the word of God is one of the ultimate ways in which he shows us his love. Um, the word nourishes your dry soul. Um, Psalms 119 verse 25 says, my soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. So his word strengthens us with his word strengthens our weary bones. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. So this is Psalms 119 verse 107. Um, the word directs, redirects our wayward gaze. So it keeps us focused on him. Psalms 119.37 says, Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Um, the word also soothes our discouraged heart. I, I love that. Psalms 119 verse 147 says, I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your words. There is hope found in the word of God. There is joy, there is peace, there is love. There is everything found in the word of God. Um, the word grants us peace. Psalms 119 verse 165 says, Great peace have those who love your law. The law being the word, right? Nothing can make them stumble. I mean, I don't know what else you really need. It's like, he says, the word grants us peace and it doesn't make us to stumble. We have what we need because of the word of God. The word fills us with hope. Psalms 119 verse 49 says, remember your word to your servant in which you have made me hope. So the word of God is what we now rely on. It gives us hope. It's our faith point. The word of God also feeds our hungry spirit. Psalms 119 verse 103 says, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. You know, the word sweetens us. Is this sweet for my sweet Sweetest sugar for my honey? Oh, I remember that song. <laughs> Okay, the word um, grants us deep wisdom. To be honest, I'm trying to think of something that is not that we can't get. I mean, in the I'll word. wait. I'll wait for you to think of that. What I'll is wait. it that we cannot get in the I'm word? Away. Of I'm away right now child okay so the word grants us deep wisdom i understand more than the aged for i keep your precepts psalms 119 verse 100 um the word reassures us during pain i know O lord that your rules are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me this is a mad one because a lot of people don't feel like that we don't feel like you know um, and by a lot of people, she means her. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> just to clarify what she meant by that. I thought like she was talking about other people, <laughs> but she definitely directly <laughs> meant her and her alone. Yeah, Not her alone. I, I there's, know, there's Lord, that your people. rules are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Psalms 119, verse 75. Um, let it echo your glad praises. So the word of God echoes our glad praises. At midnight, I rise to praise you because of your righteous rules. Psalms 119, verse 62. Psalms 119 verse 62. It echoes our glad praises. Let it keep you from failing into, oh, sorry. Let it keep you from falling into temptation. The word of God keeps us from falling into temptation. The word, Psalms 119 verse 115 says, depart from me, you evildoers, that I may keep you in, in the commandments of my God. The word of God does so much for us. I mean, the word of God is our love letter. You know, it's his love letter to us. This is every way in which he can love us possibly is inside the word. The word of God points to your wrong beliefs and actions and it corrects you, it corrects your past. Put false ways far from me and graciously teach me your law. Psalms 119 verse 29. Another scripture that we quote a lot of the time is, I hide my word, I hide your word in my heart that I, I may not sin against word, you. Lord, in my heart. That I might not sin against you. 
And isn't that amazing? And that goes back to my first point about the law. Yeah. When we, you know, that he gave us the law so that we may not sin against him so that we can have fellowship with him continuously, um, sincerely and on a constant basis. And that's what the word of God does. It doesn't let us fall into temptation. He wants us to be with him so much that he's given us so many things. Like, Listen, you do these things. It's not even a case of you do these things and you can be my best friend. It's more so you do these things so you can be okay so that we can be best friends, you know? Um, let it, the word points to our wrong beliefs and actions put false ways far from me and graciously teach me your Lord just said that and the word assures us of our eternal inheritance which again is so there is nothing more than safety security and reassurance that we need as human beings like we want to feel safe we want to be reassured and we want to feel secure and my eyes long for your salvation and for the fulfillment of your righteous promise this is Psalms 119 verse 123 um the Lord comforts us in our time of trouble this is my comfort in my affliction that your promises the that your promise gives me life. What? This is my comfort in my affliction that your promise gives me life. And this is the word gives us life. His word, his, this, when we read promises like, I will fight for you. I have overcome the world for you. I will be with you. I will go before you. I am your comforter. I am your strength. I am your help. We find this in his word. And this is what comforts us. It's his word that comforts us. And the last thing on my list is um, the word the word of life is Jesus Christ. He says, I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Psalms 119 verse 176. The word of life is Jesus Christ. The word of life is Jesus Christ. And he is, in John 1, it says, um, the, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and nothing was made without the word, you know? And and we see that and the word became flesh and dealt with amongst man and we beheld his glory like not only i'm about to just go off on one because i can't understand how a god has literally prepared everything beforehand for for us and he's written everything down for us and he has said look all the all the ways in which i can love you are enclosed in this book Every single way I can love you is literally enclosed in this book. There is nothing that I cannot, that I can do for you that extends outside of what I've already done and what I've already written. Every way in which he can love us is written inside the word of God. And it's an ultimate sign of his love. Newsflash! Newsflash, newsflash, newsflash. Okay. Um, an amazing demonstration of God's love and sovereignty and him just being a way maker. Um, there's a Christian... Waymaker. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. So there's a Christian, there was a Christian woman who was fired for refusing to work on Sundays and she was awarded $21 million in lawsuits, um, in a lawsuit. So basically this woman had been working for a company for six years. I think it was for, no, for seven years and she didn't work Sundays. And then they just like, do you know what? You know when the enemy is just really trying to frustrate you and the enemy is trying to frustrate your relationship with God and push you away. So then the managers and the corporation started making it very difficult for her to have Sundays off. This is how she didn't work Sundays for years. And then it was like, okay, yeah, so you have to work a couple Sundays. And she missed, I think she missed like six Sundays or three shifts or something. And um, 
and uh, and so they they fired her and she was like oh no you didn't you don't know my god <laughs> the way my you god is don't set up know that was my a bad god. <laughs> like honestly um so the, the marie marie jean pierre she's from haiti so that's a very french name marie jean pierre a devout christian who refused to work on sundays was fired from her job as a hotel dishwasher in 2016 um this week so this was like literally yeah so this week the florida woman was awarded 21 million dollars after suing her former employer citing religious discrimination she said i love god she told nbc um news in miami no work on sunday because sunday i honor god and you know what because she honored god god was like i got you boo like she (laughs) loves god and god's like i love you too home girl and he went to bat for her let me tell you what she got so wait she was trading shifts with work so they had put her on sunday shifts right and she kept trading shift with co-workers and then she was trading shift with co-workers successfully that so her co-workers covered her shift yeah, so she covered her shifts and then Pierre's employers demanded that she come in for a scheduled shift. That she what's wouldn't, your, they wouldn't allow issue? her to swap, swap it Why? What's or, your or cover it. So they demanded she come in for a scheduled shift. When she refused for six weeks straight, she was fired right um and but she got 21 million so a federal jury has now ordered the hotel to pay um a pia dollars for lost wages five hundred thousand dollars for emotional anguish and 21 million in punitive damages i don't even know what number that is in it i don't imagine seeing that in your account i need someone to translate what they mean by all of that to be honest with you well, imagine, I don't... imagine seeing that number in your account Oh, I will see it. I don't even have to imagine. Amen. The vision is there. I will see it also in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Um, and so, yeah. So that was an amazing sign, an amazing demonstration of God's love. And to be honest, we all have amazing demonstrations of God's love in our life. There was no one that can say, do you know what? Actually, maybe there might be someone, but it's a lie. Um, <laughs> that's a lie. It's, it is a definitely a lie. We can all see and we all have amazing demonstrations of God's love in our lives. There's testimonies, um, the favor of God, the mercy of God continually overflows. And God has brought you through many similar situations. Maybe you haven't got 21 million in your account, but you Jeez. have got something else. You know, that's a, a testament. Have I even got 21 pounds back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a testament to, to, to God's love. Um, and I just want to just give a disclaimer that just because you don't have 21 million pounds, whatever, doesn't that you. doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. Money is not a measure these of God's love. Going, these times you don't go to church anyway, let alone not going to church on Ooh. Sunday before because you want, <laughs> because you want to go Watch to church. Out. I'm sorry, I didn't want to take it there, but oh, wow. people be asking the most from God. And these no, times, it's, it's true. No, but do you know what's funny though? What Tina just said is right, that the people who ask the most from God are the, probably the people who do the least for him, hmm. which is just so funny. It's so amusing to me like when you get when you're a mature christian you realize that it's actually nothing about what you can get from god because you've already got everything from god because you have salvation and so you're promised heaven which is just everything or you're promised eternal life with god which is just everything that you could ever imagine so you're not even concerned about how much money you can get yeah you might ask for money yes you might ask for this and that and the other but you're not concerned about it it doesn't it's not you're not pressed you know what i mean but when it comes to people who don't really worship and don't really pray and don't really read their bible they ask for the most things they're the ones who are always bargaining with god hey god if you do this i will do that I will, go, I will go to church for the rest of my life why weren't you what doing that anyway what was stopping you before i'm confused i don't understand well you know it is what it is just shut up yeah 
Okay. Just actually shut up. I don't understand what gives you the audacity to ask for anything like that or to demand or to be, to have some sort of sense of entitlement. You don't have any grounds to stand on. Mm-hmm. What name the ground that you're standing on? That is actually, that you can actually present to God and be like, God, I'm standing on this ground and this is what I'm titled to. Hmm? I don't know. Ground zero? Or, Upper or ground, high just ground. kind of fake autonomy. The ground You're floor? just waving your autonomy and waving your rationale and your free will in front of God's face like he won't just slice you down. Relax your skin. A lot of the time, Bible says, it's by the grace of God that we're not consumed. Are you okay? It's literally by the God's grace of God that you're not consumed. So don't come to him on some next kind of entitlement tip. I'm not saying don't come to him boldly. Bible says mm, you can mm. come to him boldly and you can make your request known unto the Lord. But please be a little bit humble with it. Just okay? A, this is what we've been saying for the last like five podcasts now. If you just add a little bit of humility to your source, oh my gosh, do you know? People will be doing the ah, most. Just turn that pie Lifting to your humble shoulder, pie, Lifting please, your shoulder and your, and your, and your, your chest. Your chest is just out. Eh? Pumping, or pumping, puffing up your, your lungs to God as if to say that you can go toe-to-toe with him. If... Anyway, uh, another sign of God's love is the morning or the new day. I was going to say like the sun. In the morning, you'll be all right. In the morning, the sun's gonna shine. Sun's gonna shine. In the morning, no clouds in the sky. When it's dark in your life, just wait for the daylight. Someone tell me what's. No, I'm joking. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say the sun, but obviously, I live in Manchester, so we don't see the sun that much. I'm not going to lie to you. So, I'm going to say the morning Anywhere instead. There you go. Always take the weather with you. Take God with you. Take the sun with you. I anyway. Take mm, it. Anyway. Yeah. Even though everybody's doing doom and gloom, you'd be acting like you're in the beach. You'd be like, hey, I'm enjoying. I've got the sun with me. I can see the sunshine. Let the sunshine, let the sunshine, baby. Let it all go, let it all go, baby. Yeah, so as I was saying, um, yeah, the morning because Lamentations three twenty two to twenty three. For me, sorry, I never idea. I'm so sorry, never business idea. She doesn't actually want me to. Oh my god, I never business idea. We need to do a cover album. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do hashtag sketches. Greatest hits. Are you dizzy? Are you dizzy, bruv? We are going to do hashtag sketches. Greatest hits of all the hits in the world. The greatest of them. We will do it, guys. Speak to for me, please. Send us DMs because she went to me. Hold on. Wait. She why are we speaking to for me? Why are we not speaking to Tina? because for me you guys know that I will be presenting different ideas for me will be shooting it down yeah, or I should just ignore no, it because I'm crazy because that was we, we spoke about that in this episode when I, when I went through the phone I think we spoke about it on the live as well on lives before okay Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. So, guys, please talk to for me. Just say for me, please. I beg have mercy on Tina. Just appease her small. Yeah, greatest hits album. What out. I want to know, yeah, because I'm the I'm the practical one out of me and Tina, right? She's the dreamer. I'm the <laughs> realist, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but so Tina will come to me and say, okay, I want us to sell holy water. Or I want us to, <laughs> I want us to start a drug cartel, or I want us to uh, do X, Y, and Z. And then my question is, how are we going to do that? Or who is going to put the bill for that? Where is the investment coming from? Where is the time coming from? And because she can't answer any of these questions, that's why she gets upset not because it's like I'm the enemy of progress. Not the truth. And that's not the truth. That's not how it be going. That's how the conversation might be going. You didn't go like that. I'm like, fools, hear this, my G. Like, no, no, no. At this <laughs> point, like, 
at this point, I don't even ask the questions anymore. I just ignore you and move on to the next topic. I'll be like, for me, like, for example, this holy water one. Okay, listen, for the longest time, we both watched, uh, I watched it first. I watched, um, what is it? Why? I don't even know what you're talking what's about. What's the program? I don't with know. The, with the drug lord, the female drug lord. Oh, Queen of the South. Right, I watched Queen of the South first and I put me on to Queen of, I put for me on to Queen of the South, right? And I was like, for me, watch this thing and tell me if you don't want to become a drug lord. And then- I didn't. I did, right? <laughs> okay. I wanted to become a drug Just lord. So you and know. obviously we can't be, we can't be peddling drugs, right? Fine, cool, whatever. I mean, I still wouldn't mind. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I still wouldn't mind, you know what I mean? One do it for a year, pay my tithes, it's all good and the hood, stop business and move on to the next thing. Right? And I was like, okay, cool. We've got a couple business ideas that we're thinking that we should definitely do this. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, what can we sell? Because at the end of the day, it's you make money by what you can sell. What will somebody buy from you? Whether you're selling classes, selling Twelve lessons, selling, selling whatever it is. Somebody has to buy something for me. So I was like, "What is it that we can sell that's not drugs that people will buy and it will make sense for us?" Holy water. Not only are we going to sell anointing oil, we're going to sell hashtag scripture anointing oil, right? Now we're going to sell holy water. I said it to for me. I was like, "For me, well, all we need to do is find a spring." Not that's it. I said for me, all we need to do is find a spring. She's like, "I said it in the UK. Let's us find a spring." She didn't even answer. She didn't say anything. She didn't say anything at all. The thing is, yeah, the way that Tina's delivering the story is as though, it's almost as though you might perceive her to be joking, but I want to assure you that she's not joking. I'm not joking. (laughs) That she's not joking. That she's very serious. You don't have to stand in my spirits because I'm not joking. if If you have a friend who's like this, who will just pop by into your DMs or into your WhatsApp with ideas like this, with no follow-up, <laughs> just the idea, boom, because and leave it on your lap not, as though the, you're supposed to I'm do something about person. it. I'm the idea person, that's what I do. I'm the ideas, I'm the visionary, right? Because I'm you've now dreamer. come and said for me, you've now come and said for me, we need to find a spring. What you meant is for me, you <laughs> need to find a spring and I don't have time to find a spring. So if you want to find a spring, Tina, by all means, please go and do that. Can you but, come with me if you, as we look for a spring? No, what you could do is, once you found a spring, tell me I'll come visit it but until then do not me out and also what i think i need to say is nobody take this idea don't take it don't send it to anybody who can possibly steal it don't do it because god is watching god is listening and god will actually strike you down the one who wants to pedal holy water (laughs) it's not pedaling now um uh, why is it pedaling oh when jesus came to the temple and he saw that they were doing the money changes and they were selling doves and sheep and it's not but i'm better than all of their fake pastors that will be selling them cloth holy cloth holy anointing they were selling their book the biography they're selling their they selling selling, selling like, the Bible. They were selling people, their biography. These people be like, okay, yeah, I've gone to Israel. I went to go and see Jesus's tomb. This is one olive that I plucked. Now I've now squeezed that olive and I'm selling seven bottles of a holy olive oil for £77.77p, 77 <laughs> right? That's what their pastors be doing. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that this this anointing oil or this this whatever is going to... No, I'm just saying people drink water every day and we've prayed over this water, so you should probably buy it. <laughs> Okay, you have to drink water, and now we're gonna add a little bit of extra vim to this water because it's been prayed over. And you don't mean for me have scriptures galore for days. So when they're speaking life into this, now you don't. You see how passionate she is about this. Speaking life into this water, you drink it. It's like Holy Communion. Bah! I pull it. It's not the same as the body and blood of Jesus Christ, but after that, it's gonna be next. Holy Communion, this is what you should do in life. We're gonna we're gonna create a website website that's gonna have everything that you need in life, right? The word of God, Holy Communion, Holy Water at me. Tell me that that is not what it really is about. 
I don't know if anybody else would like me to continue. I'd like to continue my point. I don't, I, I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't. The whole podcast is finished. Okay. We are like, finished. We are finished. I'm going to on my shoe and find a spring. Because they were doing this. I'm sorry. We're going to speak when life into we, that. I think she means it? her. I'm going to lock you in the car. Oh we'll get God. in the car. I'll be like, let's go eat. We're not going to eat, child. We ain't, we ain't going to Tilsletown. We are going to find a spring. Lamentations. Does anybody three, live next to a spring? If you live next to a spring, can you DM me? Read. Please. Thanks. Through the Lord's mercy. <laughs> Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his passions fail not. They are new every morning. <laughs> Great <laughs> is your faithfulness. <laughs> and so my point was that the morning is a sign of God's love because every morning you see like a new, you have a new measure of mercy and assigned to you. every morning you now drink your holy water. Every morning <laughs> is a new day, a new chance. God, you know, God is not holding things against you because mercy is literally him, it's is part forgiveness. Mm. So you know that God is not holding the things of yesterday against you as long as you re- repented for them, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, you, God has forgotten those things. What is it? Something like he cast your sins into the sea of forgetfulness or something mm. like that like he, he's not bothered about what you did yesterday as long as you're truly repent repentant and we're moving on into the next dispensation of of god's mercy which happens every morning and then i mean technically there's a morning every hour so you know they are new every morning new, new every morning, morning. great is thy faithfulness faithfulness we're also going to do a worship album obviously um, <laughs> that, that's a given though no, but like, see guys that's what I'm saying that people not listen to any of us the thing is yeah, when, you have a good, when you have a good idea I listen so for example you said t-shirts I haven't said no we can't do t-shirts what I'm saying is that we can't do t-shirts until we're on top of the website and until we're, we're at a, until we can um, find the certain distributors and da, 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 because we want to do it properly we want it to be ethically sourced and blah 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 so until we're willing to spend the time doing that research we can't start selling t-shirts simple that's not a no it's just a not now like God will say not Don't now and people will be crying like God doesn't love them but he just said not now he didn't even say no what's your problem I literally said the exact same thing to somebody yesterday I was like is it by force for it to be just right this very second when God knows better and we're crying 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 just shut up and just deal with it can we do the holy water no why (laughs) because why you want to do source you want to do audio bible you want to do worship album you want to do t-shirt Okay. Can we do? We can we start somewhere? We'll and do then we'll greatest, go we'll do greatest hits album. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do the audio bible because that one is by far. But audio bible is not our idea. That's something that we've already agreed on. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we're doing the audio bible. We're gonna do the t-shirts. We are gonna do the hashtag scripture source. And I absolutely, definitely, for that we should actually sell water because people are buying Fiji water. Um, Diddy, Diddy will buy. Will make. Will know. Create a whole new bottled water and everybody will buy it. You know what I mean? We're buying Evian but every guys, day. Wouldn't that be Why? creepy if you if you <clears> went to um like a news agent to buy water and one is called holy water <laughs> wouldn't you be like no hmm, i don't want to i don't know what's the difference between holy and fiji because fiji is a place uh-huh. holy, holy is, is a state. The, it's the state of god it's yeah, the but, state. but you but that like, like for stuff for example for people who don't listen to the podcast they can't verify whether or not we're holy or not so you know there's all this thing like okay oh i've got my jesus peace just because it's in jesus doesn't mean or jesus juice doesn't mean that it's holy doesn't mean it's of god do you know what i mean so 
you you I don't know if I were, if I went to the shop and I didn't know the hashtag scripture ladies and I went to the shop and I saw holy water by hashtag scripture I wouldn't be like oh I've got to buy this because it's holy I'd be like nah why, I don't know about that and man. this is why marketing and advertisement is so important so because I'm paying for the marketing we're, and we're advertisement get, we're gonna get investments but this is every product nobody knows when products go launch into market anyways listen unknown. somebody come and talk to Tina about this someone come and organize it with Tina once you've done the business proposal, send it to me. I'll read it. I'll sign it off. And then we can go ahead. Until Are you then, serious? Until then. Until then. Let's it's not mention no, it again. It's a no until for then. me. <laughs> it's a no for me, it's dog. It's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. Okay. And the ninth way in which we know that God loves us is that I we are... I said nine, but I feel like we're on like 11. So I don't... No. Okay, go. Is the what we are still alive? Okay, and even when you die, you are with him. To live is Christ, and to die is gain. Um, he hasn't finished with you yet. The fact that you are still alive. That's the fact that you have breath in your lungs. Even if look you look alive, look alive. Even Brothers if you came upon this side, now they on the other side. Oh well, sorry. I really even like that if one. you don't have use of your limbs, right? Even if you can't walk, even if you can't, um, you know, you don't have full use of your limbs, you're still alive. I, mean, I don't think people people over no, they don't undervalue it because obviously we value life, right? But we have this thing whereby we talk about the quality of life a lot, and it's true. You want to you want to have a high quality of life, right? I get it, but the fact that you are still alive means that God is not finished and that is again a source of his love baby he's keeping you alive each and every day do you know how many people die in their sleep do you know how many people die every day so does that mean that if you die God doesn't love you no because I said initially <laughs> my first line that to live is Christ and to die is gain you know when you die uh-huh. you, you go to be with him amen, so it's a win-win amen. situation well there not was- everybody goes well, you hope, or mm, <laughs> better be serious, face your front, right? <laughs> better actually face your front. But to live is Christ and to die is going. But when you're living, you're living with God and you're still alive, babe. It's not, God hasn't finished. The story isn't over. It's not over until the fat lady sings. It ain't over until God says it's over. This is it. And you're still alive, it so it's not over. over. Take hope until and God have encouragement it's that it's actually not over. Even if it looks bleak, even if it looks like there's no way out, there's a light at the end of the tunnel because baby, you're still alive and God is a God of turnaround. He's a God of breakthrough. And as, mo- as long as you're still alive, he can still turn that situation around. Um. So my number 12 is... The lack of lightning How striking you. How can you be number 12 when I'm, I'm I don't know. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I, I really don't you. know. I don't know at all. To be <laughs> uh, my next point <laughs> is uh, the lack of lightning striking you every time you sin. It's a real, it, it's a really real possibility that if God wanted to, every single time you sin, he could just kill you. And obviously you would only die once. So you would just be dead from the first time you sin. Mm-hmm. So the first time you stole meat from the pot, the first time you stole the cookie from the cookie jar the first time you lied to your mom and told her that you um that you didn't go and see that boy or that girl you went straight home from school but the bus was delayed hey child how many times did i do that boy or that girl into your yard how many times did i do that okay mama don't kill me (laughs) um you know he he could just murder you (laughs) he could just murder you honestly well it's not murder when it's god do you know what i mean but he could just say okay your life is finished it's over you know but he doesn't he allows you he's so lover jackie don't cry don't beg (laughs) you know he could just allow he just allows us to keep going um matthew 5 45 says that you may be the children of your father who is in heaven for he makes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust so god gives everyone a chance to make up for their wrongdoings and everyone a chance to repent so 
this is something this is, love, this is true love. love because some of us yeah once you cross me one time for me once shame on 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 you <laughs> you know not even for me once shame on me for me twice shame on you no just for me once shame on you shame on you shame on your family shame on your cousins 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 no, for and me your dog. very forgiving like, so i don't know why she's saying that no i'm not saying me i'm saying some of us oh, are like okay. that like some of us it doesn't matter what like, it doesn't matter. You stepped on my toe, that's it. You're excommunicated. We're not speaking. I'm deleting your number. Actually, there's a me? few things that you can't... Like, if I stole your pretzels, would you still love me? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I've got pretzels here somewhere. Oh, no, I finished them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I finished them. Yeah, I finished them at home. Um, like, I'm, I'm a very forgiving person. Yeah, you are. Because she I don't is. have she the is. emotional capacity to hold a grudge because yeah. I don't... Like, I, it's not even like I wouldn't like to. I suppose that would be like... Um, like, you know, in order to defend yourself, sometimes I do understand why people hold grudges. But at the same time, I don't have the energy. Like, I don't I don't have the botheredness. I'm very indifferent about a lot of things. So what did you say on the live last week? He said, like, is it like the emotional... Not capacity. You said you're a very apathetic person. Yeah, like, I'm, I just... I don't care enough to hate anyone or to not forgive somebody like i don't it, that, it, that, nothing bothers me that much yeah. do you know what i mean that's very much like so like okay that's you just hate wrong it doesn't mean we have to be like you know we don't we don't have to be um bosom buddies anymore but i still forgive you mm-hmm. in fact i forgive i always tell people i forgive you before you did it to be honest because i knew you were gonna do it <laughs> I, everyone messes up do you know what i mean so i mess up all the time so i forgave you before you did it but 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 you ain't coming to my birthday party hey, what's, the, what's this kevin stage say kevin on stage say um you can still catch these hands i'm, <laughs> I'm saying but i got hands <laughs> <laughs> and he's got his latest one he's like you thou can do all things through christ except cross me except like, come for me <laughs> it's amazing it's true that's yeah um forgiveness is my next point because we don't know what number we're on um <laughs> forgive, forgiveness is um our next point the love of god is perfected in forgiveness first john 1 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness ephesians 1 7 says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace why is he doing demise this demise we are just forgive us and leave us there <laughs> <laughs> just forgive me and leave me alone this is too much love he's done he's done the most right for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not works lest anyone should boast so he's forgiven us to the umpteenth it's not even forgiveness now he's actually just it's restoration that's what true forgiveness is from god is restoration he's restored us to not what we were before but he's restored us to our to his glory and it's just absolutely amazing um, my last point yeah, my is um, he is mindful of us. And this is one of my favorite points. Um, Psalm 8, 4 reads, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? And Isaiah forty nine fifteen reads, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child that she has born though she may forget i will not forget you and i just think that's so amazing mm. because when you think about it because i'm for example i'm very close to my mother i wasn't before when i was younger obviously because you know when, when you're a teenager and you're all media and that but growing up my mom's like i want to say she's my best friend but then i feel like tina will get really jealous so i'm like my mom no, you can have two okay, your cool. mom and me and Derek. Um, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> That's like the um, Derek. The soldier boy. <laughs> what? Derek. So, um, 
he yeah so him being mindful of us because you have to remember obviously he created us but like so a creator of a car like okay elon musk doesn't go around and check up on all the cars that he ever created mm. uh, do you know what i mean like he just gets on with it and gets on with his life and he would he probably has a tesla but he'll never go and see another one again like on purpose like he might see one in the street but he won't visit them but we're, t- we're talking about a god who visits us who dwells inside of us like this is crazy do you know what i mean like this is absolutely mad someone who created the infinite universe and still has time for little old me Mm. that's mad and that is just something that's so amazing to me like the infiniteness of god and the finiteness of me and the fact that those two things can mix and the fact that he can not not respect even though i guess there is a there is a respect like a mutual respect between us and god because if he didn't respect us i don't think he would do any of the things Mm. but like just this like wanting to be in my life that's mad to me and it's amazing because mothers can forget their children whether your mother gets Alzheimer's, whether your mother abandons you um, at a police station, you know, or anything in between, whether your father does the same, your parents can forget about you. All humans can forget about you. You can feel, you know, you know, you can be at animosity and at arms and at odds with any everybody in your life. But God will always be there. And as long as you let him in, he will always come in. Mm. Um, what's that scripture in Revelation that says, I stand at, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yeah. Like, if you open it, I will stop with you. Like, he's ready. He's just waiting. You know, I'm waiting for he, you at, at the, the door. door. <laughs> like, he's waiting for us at the door to let him in. Like, that's amazing. The whole God of creation, you know, it's just, wow, mind blown. He really does love us, guys. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the the last way in which God has manifested his love and shown his love to us is through the Holy Spirit. We receive his spirit into our hearts. And God, again, he's not only has he sent Jesus, not only has he sent Jesus, his only begotten son, because he's loved, because he loves us. He's also given us his Holy Spirit as well. God's spirit is like the guarantee or the down payment. It's that it's the thing that God confirms his love for us and assures us that he that his promises are true like the holy spirit is listen i'm like a mortgage I'm, deposit yeah i'm i'm i love you this much here take the holy spirit this is this is your surety this is your guarantee he's your guarantor even you know we receive his spirit when we first accept jesus into our hearts his spirit unites with our spirit giving us a brand new life source you know um or a power source or energy source the holy spirit is all of these things it's the spirit of god that bears witness or validates to our spirit that not only are we his children um but also also that he loves us but in Romans chapter 8 it talks about this a lot that his spirit validates and and is a witness that we that God loves us that we are his children that we are adopted that we are in his family it's the Holy Spirit that does this it's the Holy Spirit that goes between us you know it's God's spirit that empowers us teaches us guides us gives us discernment as to how to walk and enables us to communicate and fellowship with God it's not by might not by power but by my spirit thus says the Lord Zephaniah Zephaniah, Zechariah, sorry, Zechariah. So it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit that says the Lord. And everything is through the spirit of God. So lastly, God demonstrates his love for us through the giving us of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And our hashtag scripture for today is Romans 8, 38 to 39. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Mm. Amen. 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 Am I praying? Mm-hmm.
Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise and glory and honor. We magnify you. We exalt you for how great you are, for how awesome you are. We thank you for being the omnibenevolent God, all loving, all, all caring. You are so awesome. You are your work is perfect. Your word is perfect. Your love is perfect. It's forever on time. It's forever true. It's the purest form of love we could ever receive. Your love covers a multitude of sins. It washes us away. It washes our sins away. It positions us. Your love gave us Jesus. Your love gave us the Holy Spirit. Your love forgives us. Your love set us, sets us apart. Your love is a rainbow. Your love is in your law. Your love is in your word. Your Lord, your love is, your love is who you are. You are love. And we thank you that for this love that we can't, that we don't deserve a love. Oh, the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love oh, of God. The overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. We thank you for your love that will forever chase us down. Your love that, your word says that there's no beginning or end to your love. There's no start or there's no finish to your love. Mm -hmm. Your love is ever present. It was there before the world was created and it will be there when the world ends. Mm -hmm. Your love is perfect and true. And we Mm -hmm. thank you for loving us with an everlasting love. We thank you for daily Mm -hmm. reminding us how much you love us by giving us new mornings every day. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your faithfulness and your grace that again is predicated and founded upon your love. Lord, help us to never ever feel like we are not loved by you. Your word says that even in our darkest times even in trials and tribulations and tests and even in sickness and famine and disease and plague that your love is still perfect and father god so help us to just realize that no matter who loves us or who doesn't love us your love is the best form the best type of love ever and it's your love that we should cling to it's your love that we should hone into and it's your love that we should find peace in and rest in we thank you for your perfect love today and always in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. You can find us there. Hashtag scripture. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Hashtag scripture except for Twitter where it's HT scripture. Um, you can find us everywhere. So please support the ministry. Please go out and love people. Be Christians who love. Don't be an angry, un- unhappy, hateful, resentful Christian. Be a Christian who just radiates the love of Christ because that is actually your job. And radiate the love of Christ by sharing this podcast so that we can share love with other people as well. Um, we love you. The love of the lord uh thank you and god bless say bye bye